You're just a stupid spoiled great Brits fan! Howdy doody everybody and welcome into episode 3 of Stupid Spoiled Pats Fan Podcast. I am Justin, your host, and yeah, I'm a little more upbeat today. Are you fucking kidding me? The fucking Patriots come out and beat the Chargers. No one thought this could happen. Myself... Myself, 65% included. I'm going to say that, 65%. I didn't think they could do it, mostly. And they did it. And I'm stoked as fuck. That was dope. Mac Jones is the man. I love that dude a lot. And there's a lot to talk about. I mean, okay, I want to start it with this. This is a weird, this feels weird. (laughs) I don't know why it feels weird, but this win feels weird. It feels like... I'm not going to say undeserved because it was a hard-fought win, and this was, again, a team that no one thought the Patriots could win against. And they went into their house and won. But there was a lot to take away from this where it wasn't pretty, and it was mostly the secondary that made me want to throw up on myself. But I have plenty of things to go through, and – I firstly just want to start off by saying that this was definitely a statement win to me. Sorry, that was me banging my wedding ring on the chair next to me. But this was definitely a statement win. How could it not be? I I listened to pundits, pundits, but I listened to talking heads all week saying that this was unlikely or there's no chance, blah, 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 blah. And they did it. They went out to L.A., I'm going to say San Diego a bunch of times during this podcast. Don't correct me if you want. Again, I'm, there's there's no way I'm the only person saying this shit. So go for it if you wish, by all means. But I want to say the defense the defense didn't look good on the Chargers' first drive of the game. They looked like they were just getting bowled over, and that didn't change much for the game itself. They definitely looked slow. And there's there's one play coming up that I'm going to speak about. I do want to talk about the Eckler touchdown where his forward progress was stopped for what seemed like 45 minutes, and the refs just let the play keep happening. And then also, I don't remember who the announcers were for today's game, but the dude just kept like humping the fact that Justin Herbert was pushing the pile, and it was it was the craziest thing that guy had ever seen in his life. The most insane shit that man had seen forever. It just didn't make sense to me. But the Patriots immediately drove down on their first drive and dropped seven. And that, to me, when I saw that, I thought instantly, we have a shot. I've been watching this team a long time. I say it every single episode. I know there's only been three, but I say it every episode. I've been watching this team a very long time. I'm a seasoned veteran of this shit at this point. I know when this team can and can't do something. And today, when I saw them immediately answer, I felt this was a winnable game. And sure as shit, they went down and did it. 
I also wrote down guy in red sleeves is good, Judon. I also further down the list wrote Judon in all capitals. Matt Judon, I am so fucking happy you are on this team, man. I, I'm going to tag you when I put this podcast up, and I need you to give me permission to wear red sleeves because I will go buy some Friday when I get paid. Unless you want to send me some. If, if you want to send me some Patriots red sleeves, Judon, for real, man. Let's make it happen. I have to go to – I have to take a field trip Saturday. In parentheses, this is a super secret mission. But Judon, let's go, man. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna go through this podcast kind of funky. I have a lot of notes, but they're broken up kind of shittily because I just I didn't go super crazy today. I just wanted to hang out, watch football. It was just me. None of the guys came over. It was just myself. So the next thing on the list is 75 run. Are you kidding me? Defense two question marks. I tweeted out after this play that everyone over 30 died on this play, and I was correct because the second they showed the behind the receiver or behind the safeties, and it was just – I think it was – it wasn't Eckler. I don't remember the guy's name. I don't give a shit. But he just went right, and it was – it looked like it was something that Hightower and McCordy had never seen in their lives before. And then my favorite part was after the other two old guys get burned, the guy keeps running upfield, and it's Kyle Van Noy three, four yards behind him. I've had enough, all right? I've had enough. I love the old guard. I respect these players. It is time to take the 31-year-old running back, the 33-year-old, 32. How old is fucking McCordy? 30-something. It, it Anyone over 28 shouldn't be on the field on defense right now. It's unacceptable. They're horribly slow. That play made me want to vomit. Even my wife made a comment like, holy shit, these guys look dumb. And she doesn't watch football like that often. And <laughs> even she saw that these guys had no business being out there. It's time. It's time. I. It's just time that we start playing these younger guys. We have to. I know they've. some of them are rookies, and we don't have a ton of confidence in them. But you know what? Like Scalavino says on Unfiltered, you're not going to know what you have with these guys until you play them. And not playing them, we're not going to know anything. It was nice to see Ramondre Stevenson today, but I also would have liked to have seen J.J. Taylor instead of Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden had a couple nice plays today, but it's Brandon Bolden at the end of the day, and I'm tired of seeing Brandon Bolden. I like Brandon Bolden. I respect I respect Brandon Bolden, but I respect Brandon Bolden as a special teams player. I don't respect him as RB2. I don't love it. I don't love it. Okay. I'm going to move on, though. I don't want to get hung up on Bolden because it feels like every week I'm talking about Brandon Bolden. I need to talk about what the fuck is this dude's name? Tillery? That one play where he just goes – the play got whistled dead, 
and he still tackles Mac Jones. There was no flag. There was no nothing. And then David Andrews standing up for his fucking quarterback, as a center should, and shout out David Andrews and his mullet for that. But they didn't call anything. And what the fuck was that? Are you kidding me? It What? I feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't want to say that if this was a person on the Patriots doing that to, like, I just, I don't know. That looked like the most textbook throw a flag shit. I've seen ever in my life and they just didn't, which is just confusing as fuck to me. Um, I will say one thing that I took away from this game that shook me a little bit was, and again, we're just, if if I'm jumping around, I apologize. This is just in the order I took notes. So basically this is me taking notes through the game. So you're riding this roller coaster with me and then I'm breaking down, but obviously I'll get into my goods and not goods later in the episode, like I always do after a game. And I, I'm i jazzed up, man. I'm, I'm really fucking excited about this win. This is a, I'm, this episode's called Statement W because it was a Statement W. And it was super fucking exciting to watch this, this team. This team has been so fucking fun to cover. I... I'm so glad that I'm back doing this shit. And please head over to to stupidspoiledpatsfan.com and read the blog, please. I, I put a lot of work into that. And it would mean a lot to have some other Patriots fans reading it. But <coughs> sorry, <laughs> this is my victory joint. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, I, I didn't like that it was, what is it, first thing goal from the four you're against the worst run defense in the NFL, and you come up with no points. You throw the ball three times. I called Pops at halftime to talk to him about the game, and that was the first thing he said. He got all pissed off about them going throwing the ball three times from within the five-yard line, and I guess I get it. I was confused as to where the tight ends were. I don't know why. I, well, I don't know. I do know this, though, and this has no bearing on this show, but my father, we have a fantasy football league. There's about eight of us. It's me, my dad, AJ, some of the guys from from the Chiefs, he's in some of our friends that we've had on the show. It's just people we've watched the games with for a long time, and it's our fantasy football group. My pops hasn't lost a game until today. Oh, He's actually calling me right now, so I'm actually – I'll be right back. Hold on. Oh, hey. Sorry, y'all. Uh, when Pops calls, I answer. I love that dude. Pops is my best friend. I don't really remember where I was, but I'm looking at my notes. So, red zone offense here. Okay, so that – okay, yeah. Red zone offense, it had to get in. Like it says, first and goal from the four against the worst run defense and you don't get any points. That bummed me the fuck out. That didn't do it for me. And the, – I don't know. I'm I'm torn between being like the realistic, like not Patriots fan but football fan, and complaining that they didn't get in. But at the end of the day, man, this is a big win. 
people were not expecting us to win. People within the Patriots, like, website were picking against the Patriots. And I get it. I understand. And they want to make informed decisions and come off as intelligent journalists. And I get it. But I don't have to do that. (laughs) So... I'm just going to, like, I've been picking the Patriots every game, pretty much. And, yeah, I just, because right after that, I literally have good hold by defense before halftime. Because it was. So, I just, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just excited about this game. I, I, I wanted OW, fucking obviously. But I just didn't – I wasn't sure that they had it in them. And I didn't think that they could string two Ws together, but they have. And they did it on the road, and they did it against a superior opponent. Keenan Allen didn't fucking run all over the Patriots today. Austin Eckler didn't run over the Patriots today, although he did still get me 24 points in garbage time and help me beat the shit out of my father. Again, Dad, I love you. But he did say, and I figured he would, uh, I'm glad that it was you and not someone else. So, Pops, salute to you. I love you, man. Uh, let's see. You got to run it that deep in the red zone. Touchdown to fumble. Okay, yeah. So, I was – that's what I'll – okay, so this is just me. Just this, this is just a stupid story from inside the game that has nothing to do with the actual game. It just has to do with me and my son. I was outside holding my son watching the game through my hatchway because I have the project I have a projector against my foundation which is where I hung the screen. It's a dope setup. I love it. My basement looks like a dive bar which is my dream, but I was watching the game through my hatchway and it showed Patriots touchdown and I was all excited and then a minute or two later my son and I come downstairs through the hatch. I'm watching and the Patriots are on the 40-yard line, and they don't have more points. It's not the Chargers' ball. And the next thing I know, Kendrick Bourne fumbles the ball, and San Diego just has it. Oh, and then that was the end of Kendrick Bourne's night, and we'll speak about him later in the show. I hate to do it. I, man, it bums me out. Again, though, the Patriots win. Big statement W. Statement W. Just big dub. Big dub. Was it? I gotta climb forty. Uh, whatever that fucking meme says. But that Manchester United guy or whatever. I don't remember his fucking name. But you know, massive dub, boss man. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, I gotta talk about that Adrian Phillips pick six too. Damn, dude. Way to stretch out. Also, he's a former Charger, which makes that interception even cooler. But that was maximum effort maximum big brain to immediately like barrel roll stand up and launch towards the end zone and get in there was no one in front of him so shout out to adrian phillips big brain just get in and he did he he laid out got the ball got in so good on him the chargers defense late in that game was shook they were picking fights. They were just – they were gassed as fuck too. You could tell. Once it 
once the Patriots started getting the ball later in the game, and again, I know this was only a three-point victory, but there was a 10-point margin at one point where the Patriots went on a small run. And the Chargers' defense looked beat as fuck. I don't know any players. Hey, Adam Thielen in the end zone against the Cowboys. Fuck Dallas forever. Uh, oh, shit. I actually lost my train of thought. Oh, no. This is terrible. Oh, shit. No. No, no, no. Let's see. Chargers defense. Fuck, man. Damn. I guess we're just going to have to move on. That was horribly unprofessional. I guess that's what I get for... (sighs) Anyway, I want to also send a shout-out to the the Patriots offense today. I guess the O-line. We're going to talk about them later. We're going to... This podcast is going to be a full-on breakdown. I got all night. It's only 8.30. I'm watching the Minnesota Vikings score touchdowns on the Dallas Cowboys, who I fucking hate. I liked that the Patriots were confident chewing the clock today. They were confident running the ball. It made me feel good. I like when the Patriots are able to balance their offense. I remember at one point the announcer saying one of the drives – was a 10-play, five-run, five-pass drive into the end zone. You obviously can't have more of a balanced offense than that. And I know Mac didn't have the greatest day. We'll go into his numbers and stuff in, in a little while. But I liked that they were able to set the tone. And I know the Chargers have the shittiest ranked run defense in the league. And the Patriots made them look like the shittiest run defense ranked in the league. And that's good. That was like last week when you wanted the Patriots to make the Jets look like a shitty team against a good team. And that's exactly what they did. They bitched up the Jets. And that's what everybody wanted. Well, at least that's what I wanted. I don't know if most people on the Jets wanted that. And... I just, I don't know, again, I'm just kind of jumping around and tumbling through my notes, but I just, I'm just going to keep going through it, but it says Jacoby is so reliable, holy heck, and yeah, yeah, he is, Jacoby Myers is that dude, I love that man, he's been on the team forever, (laughs) not forever, but I've been saying since he's been on the team. I remember that first year he was here, seeing him in preseason. There was one catch he made where it seemed like in a split second he just kind of fired his hands up above his head and ripped this ball out of the air and pulled it down. And I went, holy shit, that dude's hands are sick. And then the following preseason game, he made another dope-as-fuck catch. He just keeps making these sick catches, and he has a a good – like today – when he caught the ball and he just went down, he didn't run out of bounds. He just slid. He got the first down and then he slid to chew clock. He's got great hands. He has high football IQ. And he has two two-point conversions and no touchdowns. How in the fuck does this dude not have a touchdown yet? Like, I'm going to call the police or I'm going to – my field trip on Saturday. I don't know if my father is going to listen to this. I don't think so, but I'm not going to spoil anything. There's 
I'll, I'll talk about it. I'm actually going to write it down real quick because if I don't, I'm going to absolutely forget about it. But I have to write this down, so I'm just going to kind of jibber-jabber uh, just so it's not me stalling and there's just dead air. Special episode announcement. Okay, I like that my handwriting becomes this weird, awful mix of print cursive when I'm trying to write quickly. It's just this horrible mess. Shout out my son for being adorable and sleeping. Anywho, back to the game. Damian Harris having himself a day again. Uh, I know he only finished the day with 80 yards. Uh, he had a couple, a few games there. It was three games in a row with over 100 yards, which was nice. Obviously, Damian Harris is that man. But I wrote down Damian Harris earned running back one. Absolutely. That dude's a fucking – I know he – did some untimely shit in game one, and I was at the first game of the year. And the fact that we lost to the Dolphins and seeing the Dolphins, where they went, where the, I don't want to talk about it, but everyone knows where the Dolphins are now compared to that week one win where everybody was fucking, up. Oh, that's it. They're fucking going to the Super Bowl because they beat the fucking Patriots with a rookie quarterback. And, of course, that was the game that me and Poulin were at, but I'm not going to get into it. But Damian Harris is just that dude. He's he's. Hitting holes, he's running hard, he's north and south, he's not fucking around behind the line of scrimmage anymore. And I don't I don't wanna okay, I guess I'll lean over and knock on wood. I just don't wanna God damn it. He hasn't put the ball on the ground in a bit. So, you know, I'm gonna give him that that shout out that he has absolutely deserved this. And another person who absolutely deserves a shout out is the most reliable kicker in the AFC, maybe the NFC, maybe the NFL. Mr. Nick Folk, ladies and gentlemen. How many in a row? I don't know. All I know is he was four for four today. And without that, the Patriots don't win the game. They won by a field goal. So Nick, it was obviously his points were the game-winning factor. And I've... I haven't felt uncomfortable watching him go up and kick at all this year. There were I know he was hurt for a little while, so okay. And yes, the end of the Tampa game I didn't exactly feel a hundred percent that he was gonna nail a fifty six yarder in the rain at eleven thirty at night. And he didn't. It is what it is. But tonight, Nick Folk <laughs> Four for four. <laughs> Ooh, shout out Wendy's. Um, but he's just doing Nick Folk shit and coming through clutch and being the guy that we need him to be. Being a reliable kicker. And I know Bilicek values that. And as he should, a good kicker is important because they win you games consistently. Why do you think Justin Tucker is probably going to the Hall of Fame? Why do you think Vinatieri is going to be in the Hall of Fame? Not because he's also scored a fucking bajillion points in his 50-year career. But Nick Folk is good. Nick Folk has been good. I appreciate how good he is. And I just – i he's that guy. So shout out to Nick Folk. And uh, all right. Uh, what's the next thing? Barmore eating. Next play, L.A. Something. Oh, yeah, okay. So, 
it looked like I was excited about a Barmore, Christian Barmore making a play. And then the next play, it was uh, LA converted that third and 18. So we're getting to the end of my notes anyway. And then it was Judon in all capitals, and then touchdown, double coverage, 40 seconds, Jalen Mills, massive L. Jalen Mills, uh, you, I just, I I don't know. I, I, I think we're going to try a new section out right now. So I guess I'm, I'm not going to name this section, but it's just questions. It's questions I've come up from the game that I'm just going to answer because it doesn't seem right to smudge them in the middle. I have done it before. I, whatever. Anywho, is this offense legit? I think now, yeah. Yeah, it's legit. It beat a good defense. It beat a good team. I'm done sugarcoating shit. The Patriots beat a good team today. They beat a better team in their fucking house. The Patriots are the real deal. They're 4-4. Four four. They're moving up. It's two wins in a row. They're, they could legit beat the Panthers next week, and they could also beat the fucking Browns the following week. They could go into – I'm not going to say we're going to beat Buffalo, but this is a real deal win. Again, this is a statement W. So is this offense legit? I think yes. I, I fucking 100% think yes. And, and the next one is, was this a statement W? Why did I even fucking write that down if I was going to name the episode Statement W? Yeah, it was a Statement W. So we're just going to jump to the last one. Does Bill have Herbert figured out? I think at this point, yeah. It's 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 he can't it's just one of those things. It's just one of those Bill knows you and I'm sorry. There's nothing you can do about it. He's inside your head. He's Bobby Fisher Bobby Fisher brainworm, Bill Belichick. Bobby Fisher brainworm, Bill Belichick. I'm impressed that I was able to articulate that together. But, yeah, I think Bill has Herbert figured out. I don't think that Justin Herbert has been able to ever be comfortable playing against Bill Belichick teams. And it's shown in the games against us. He just he doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't play comfortable. He gets a shit. Not the shit beat out of him, but he just doesn't look like himself because next week he'll probably go out and then go 37 of 45 for 410 and four touchdowns. But against the Patriots, he just doesn't do that shit. And it's just hilarious that everyone humps this kid's leg and then Belichick just slaps everyone down because he's a million years old and he's done this a thousand times. And I just, it's fun to watch. It's always fun to watch Belichick have a guy's number, especially like, I'm not going to say especially because he's a new kid, but when a new kid comes in and, oh, I'm going to beat Bob, like, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up. And Bill just does that and just feeds them their own lunch. It's just so fucking funny to me. So shout out, Bill, for having Herbert's number.
<laughs> My bad. <laughs> I thought the questions section would run a little bit longer than it did. So I guess welcome into the goods and not goods. Ah, I don't know. We're jumping around tonight, man. I'm in a good mood. I had a decent weekend with my wife. Nice relaxing weekend with the family. Had some good food today. Patriots win a game that no one thought they could. My team's getting W's. Mac Jones looking fucking good. I like the kid a lot. So my first good, although we already talked about him, is Adrian Phillips, man. That pick six was timely as fuck. And again, full stretch. So that was maximum effort. And as a Patriots fan, I appreciate that shit, man. It's, you know, I know a lot of people like to, like, thump that it's like a blue-collar team and blah, blah, blah. But, dude, it's New England. <laughs> and I mean, I know that Mr. Kraft is mad rich and bumps elbows with the also mad rich. But we're a, we're a lunch pail fan base. And Adrian Phillips, that was a lunch pail play. Laying out, grabbing the ball. Again, and like like I said, again, landing, having the peace of mind to immediately roll over, stand up, and then just sprint like a motherfucker to the end zone. So good on you. It was a fucking it was a great play. And it was just it was fun to watch. So Adrian Phillips again, I know we had a shout out earlier in the show. You're getting another shout out, cause good on you. Now for a a not good, I have to bring up the veteran defense from that one play where it was that 75-yarder where, again, the guy just went to the – he just juked to the right. And Hightower, McCourty, and Van Noy, McCourty and Hightower died when that guy went right, and Hightower died 10 steps later when the guy was – Four yards ahead of him. J.C. Jackson had to come from the back of the pack. He was the guy behind everyone. I think it was Van Noy, probably Jawan Williams, I'm guessing. Nothing against Jawan Williams. He's a young guy, but he's big, so he's not fast. But J.C. Jackson was the guy that tracked the dude down, and he was the guy behind everybody. This defense needs to just stop. Playing the fucking old guys. I love the old guard. Again, I respect them, but fuck, man. We need to play the kids. We have to at this point, okay? We have to. With the speed, you can't teach speed. And that's I heard that, and it's, it's fucking stuck with me. You can't teach speed, and they're right. Hightower's not going to just instantly get faster. McCourty's not getting any faster. But Uche is faster than these guys. And Duggar's faster. And Duggar, I saw him flying around today again. It was good to see him out there flying around. That's when Duggar's at his best, when he's out there causing fucking havoc. The guy's a menace. The dude's a beast. I want him out there just flying around and beating the fuck out of people, man. Like, But... The veteran defense today looked rough. They looked rough as shit, dude. But we're going to jump back now to a good because life's about balance. 
oh, am I going to have to get a beer in the middle of this? I hope not. I'm just going to keep talking if that's the case. But the O-line is my next good. Mac, it didn't – I didn't check the stats, but it didn't seem like Mac got murdered a lot tonight. They were able to run the ball when they needed to, and that's important when the offensive line is able to impose it as well. Although I will say I don't remember – exactly what happened i'm sure i'll write about it tomorrow when i do my homework but i remember one play my brain is screaming that isaiah win fucked us again because i remember telling my wife i'm fucking ready to ship this dude out and she asked me who and i said isaiah win and she's like why and i went off on a fucking tangent about how this dude can't stay healthy. He's never played a full fucking season. Blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah, de, blah. And it's just, it's time to, it might be time to move on from Isaiah Wynn, but today the offensive line played good. Again, I don't remember Mac taking a life threatening hit, <laughs> which is ideal. So it was good to see the guys out there. It wasn't a ton of stupid fucking penalties today. I know there were some dumb pre-snap penalties. And, and again, that's just something that needs to be kind of coached out because they were making those dumb penalties. I will say today they did balance turnovers, which was nice. But the O-line played well, so I want them to be noticed on the good list before I fall back to the bad. The, I'm sorry, not the bad. Not good, but this this dude was bad. Jalen Mills, bro. I'm sorry. It, okay, the Patriots need to make a move for a corner. I've heard the name Kyle Fuller flying around from Denver. If that's the case, I'm for it. I like Jalen Mills. I genuinely do. I actually like him. I really, I really like him, but I like him as a safety. I want him to replace Devin McCourty with with Kyle Duggar, and I just want us to get a corner to pair with J.C. Jackson. That'll be fine. We'll have J.C. Jackson. We'll have Kyle Fuller. We'll have Kyle Duggar, and we'll have fucking uh, Jalen Mills. That's a that's a fine secondary to me. We can't have Jalen Mills as our fucking cornerback one. That's not what he is suited for. There, He's... He's, I hate to say it, but he's fucking us. He's fucking us. I Again, I like him a lot. And we're just really playing him out of position. We're putting him where he shouldn't be. And, and we need to stop because, again, I like him. And I don't want him to lose confidence in himself. But he's getting – it was – Again, beat in the Cowboys game, and it's him trailing by six yards, but it's him not knowing where the fuck to be because he's playing a position he shouldn't be playing. And then it's today a million other things that you can, I'm sure, just check the highlights on YouTube. You'll probably see Jalen Mills getting smoked on a variety of plays. But I'm sorry, Jalen. I like you, dude. I really do. The Green Goblin that don't blink shit is like heavy and it's tight and I fucking appreciate it. But bad game. 
And again, I think it's just because they're playing you out of position. The Patriots need to make a move at the trade deadline and pick up a number, not a number one corner, but a complimentary piece to at least J.C. Jackson this season. Because if the Patriots keep playing like this, uh, I'm not... I'm not jumping to any fucking conclusions or anything, but if the Patriots keep playing like this, I mean, they could make some sort of push, I guess. And you're going to want a guy. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm drinking these war warhead beers, and they're sour as shit, but they're so good. Um, you're going to want a guy in January who can cover a number one receiver. Because that'll be the difference between going to the championship game or going the fuck home. I'm not, again, <laughs> I'm not going to say suddenly the Patriots are going to this, the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. But I will say the Patriots beat a better team today. And it it looked like they deserved to. The, the Chargers did get, I'm sure, a good amount of penalties. And I'm sure most of the Boston media is going to fucking poo-poo this like they always do. I was reading on Twitter, I believe it was... Actually, you know what? I'm going to look for you right now because I remember I responded to it. And people were liking my reply. What was it? Uh, Come on. Jim Murray's response. Jim Murray's first response after the win. Same old Chargers. Dude, I fucking hate Boston media. You know, I've had aspirations with this podcast and this blog about, man, you know, maybe maybe someday I'll make some sort of some sort of something out of myself covering this team for some sort of somebody and blah blah blah. Dude, fuck, I hate the Boston media. My god, like can you be happy about fucking anything? What the hell does it matter with you fucking people? You get two decades of just murdering everyone, winning championships by not even just the Patriots, every other fucking sport. What the hell is it going to take for you assholes to just, like, be appreciative? Fucking fuck, man. Maybe they should go in the fucking not goods, too. They're a surprise not good. The fucking Boston media. Fuck you. And, man, I hate the Murrays. Fuck 98.5. Oh... Man, it drives me nuts. Anywho, uh, time to jump back to the goods. Coaching versus Herbert. Bill did his fucking job tonight. And it showed, again, I said it earlier, but Bill has Herbert's number. And I love it. I love it so much. I love it. Oh, fucking I love it so much. And it's just, it's so... Because I know, I mean, Harbaugh last week did the same thing. And maybe Harbaugh is just, again, uh, one of those coaches that's just been around so long where they know they can take one look at Herbert and say, well, we know exactly what he can't do. We know exactly what our team is capable of, and that's exploiting exactly what he can't do. And they just beat the shit out of it, and that's what fucks him up. Because Herbert can't improvise. And as an... I'm not going to say a fellow introvert, but being asked to think on my feet, I don't, I don't do that great, but 
the coaching tonight was good. Tonight, this afternoon, whatever. But it was good. And I, I liked it. Man, it's just – I don't know. I, I, Bill is impressive still. In my older age, I appreciate it more. But the way that he's able to take a different cast of characters and still force the same outcome – is just fucking ridiculous to me. But I have to level this off with the last not good. That'll even it because I did. Well, technically I did. This will be my fourth not good. So maybe I'll just call it. I'll call it. The Boston media surprise one was enough. I don't want to slam tonight because this was a big fucking win. And I don't want to poo-poo the person I was going to poo-poo because I already did. And we didn't see him for the rest of the night. So you now know exactly who I'm talking about. But I want to end this episode with kind of a teaser for something sort of special. So I'm working on a blog slash kind of it's I don't I I was thinking about maybe doing a, a series, but I don't think it's going to be a series. I think it's just going to be one podcast episode. And it's just, it's, I kept mentioning, I kept mentioning next Saturday and I'm, I have to keep it kind of quiet for now, but I'm probably going to spend most of Saturday crying in a good way. Um, but it's just, it's, it's something that's super meaningful and super kind of crazy. And I'm glad that I'm going to get to share it with people, but I'm especially glad that I'm going to get to share it with someone that I, I care for as much as my dad. So I kind of hope he doesn't listen to the podcast this week. So maybe I'll just kind of keep it to myself because I don't think he will, but uh, look out for, I'm going to be posting once it drops, I'm going to be posting it like a mother effort. But for now, just know that you're, if you do listen to the show and subscribe to it and stuff, it's going to be crazy, but it's, uh, it's just something that I'm really looking forward to. But, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week, guys. Uh, I might do another episode further in the week, maybe just kind of covering some general NFL news. I haven't decided if I want to do something like that or if I just want to keep it for Patriots post games by myself or a mixture of both. I really don't know. This show is literally three episodes in. It's super fluid at this point. Uh, what I do want to say is if you do want to hit me up on Twitter, my handle is at SpootyMoose. It's S-P-O-O-T-Y-M-O-O-S-E. Uh, sorry, I thought I heard my son crying, but I did not. I just checked his monitor, and he is zonked out. Uh, please, please, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Uh, rates and reviews will keep me high in the standings, so companies like ESPN won't show up when you guys look for actual good Patriots coverage in the podcast rankings. I'll show up above the idiots like fucking Dan Lebitard and those fuckheads and those people that 
none of us should respect or listen to in New England. You should be listening to people like me because I'm just one of you guys. Um, but uh, also, please go to stupidspoiledpatsfan.com and read the blog. Uh, I'm Like I said, three articles a week. I do a recap. I do a questions piece, and then I do a preview piece of our following opponent, which next up is the Stefan Gilmore-led and Sam Darnold-led Carolina Panthers, uh, who I'm not afraid of. I'm I'm not afraid of them. Uh, after today, I'm really not afraid of them. Uh, Sam Darnold's a fucking bum. I am afraid of Gilmore. He can't... He, he, it's fucking Stefan Gilmore. We know what he's capable of, but I also know that Sam Darnold's a fucking butt fuck. The Carolina Panthers start of the season was a fluke, and now that they don't have McCaffrey, they don't have an offense. So I'm not afraid of Carolina going forward. Uh, but again, I really appreciate everybody listening to the show. Uh, I hope you guys have an awesome week. Uh, and again, Please share the show with fellow Patriots fans. Please read the blog. Um, please follow me on Twitter and, you know, talk to me about the games. Yo, I love talking football. Um, let's see. Anything else? I don't think so. I think that's it. So thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please make sure to rate and review the show to keep it high in the rankings so new fans can find it. And please head over to stupidspoiledpatsfan.com to check out the blog as well. Thank you.